Welcome into another edition of Under the Bus. I'm Bob Stevens from ESPN, along with Curry Kirkpatrick from Sports Illustrated. Well, we're both from, but not now. <laughs> we'll get that part straight. And Hall of Fame basketball coach Rich Basirico. Uh, we, we're going to be throwing a lot of different kinds of people under the bus, I think, uh, on this show. Let's begin. Not time to throw Dion under the bus yet, but are his Buffaloes uh, still about ready well, to go under? Well, we're going to start talking about college football. Yeah. I, you know, I think Dion's shelf life is about done with all the attention. <laughs> I mean, but he had the great game last week. Yeah. Uh, I got a list here. He had 900 media credentials huh. for that game last week. Peter okay. King, Sports Illustrated's NFL guy, wow. shows up. I yeah. think it was <laughs> or NBC. 90 this week or yeah. whatever. I got a list of, you know, Dion's got all the celebrities on the sideline. Right. I think it's going to be the last week for that, this last week. But I got a list of celebrities. Okay. C.C. Sabathia, yeah. Michael Irvin, Paul Pierce, Jay-Z, Matt Matthew McConaughey, Oprah, Elvis, Oppenheimer, Oprah. Barbie, Trump, Biden. They're all Barbie. on the sideline. Barbie. Barbie. Uh, and they're led on on team by the baby. Who's your favorite rapper? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the baby's best-selling songs? No, I don't. Selling crack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and ball if I want to. All right. And the baby leads the. I mean, I think I think I think you're tired of Dion now. I am. <laughs> I know you are. Well, but you know, I, I, I got a question. No, no, I, from the beginning. no, but I, I give him a lot of credit because, I mean, for them to come back like they did, I know they didn't win the game, right. but you got to give him credit. The kids never gave up. He motivated them to stay focused and continue well, to play hard. Well, if I want to. But, you know, USC leads by what? Four touchdowns a day average. They play just like they played Arizona State yeah, previously. Yeah. I, I think USC just takes their – Foot off the gas. Yeah, but they don't they, they look, don't play they very look, good defense. I know, right. but they look disinterested in seven. Uh, probably so. I mean, I just should have gotten seventy. So. Better should've seventy to forty. Better quarterback. Caleb Williams or or Shador? Williams. I'll Williams. go Caleb. I'll go Drake May before any of them. No, no way. <laughs> Williams is the best. Williams is the best. All right. I got somebody uh, I got somebody to throw under the bus from that game. Yes. And then we'll and then we'll, and I'll ask the big question. Who's number one? Um, no, that's not a big question. Well, I, I think it is. Anyway, um, <laughs> and who should be winning? That's the Throwing under the bus. All right, the, the the people at Southern Cal, particularly, for allowing this game to be scheduled. They had a three thirty a.m. wake up call to go play this game in Colorado. In Colorado, three thirty Pacific time wake up call to play a noon. Kickoff in or 11 a.m. in Colorado, 10 a.m. Pacific yeah. is they're kicking off. The the really under the bus part of it is, guess where they're going next year? Wait till they get one of those in the Big Ten. Then they're talking midnight wake up calls on the West Coast to, to play games in the Big Ten on the road. That's well, gonna, gonna be, that's going to be I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm going to throw the reporters under the bus after throw the, the game. You, know, you saw the game. Yeah. Nobody asked Dion about his play calling. When they're going for you know they're going for the touchdown that would have made it down by seven. Yeah, they played like it was a they third were slow. quarter. Yeah, they, they were so were, slow. They, there was yeah. no urgency well, at all about it. The, nobody nobody asked Dan about the play calling. Is that, that because that's I, because he doesn't call the plays. Well, he's the head coach, but the <laughs> well, offense got to answer for it. I, but he, he the point is the point that's is the headphones, the microphones the, up. The point he, is they don't want to disturb Dan. They want to upset him. No, and and even then he goes off again after this great comeback on. After the game, 
He goes after all these haters. Yeah. He keeps talking about why the haters. He, Is anybody hating Dion anymore? No, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. No. I don't think so. That's why those all those people but, are there. But for. isn't that that's why? Isn't that why though? You, I mean, if if that's your motivational tool, us and against them. You got to keep finding sure. him. You got to find some haters someplace. So. Dick Notre Dame. Speaking you of haters. Yeah, Dick yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, I hate both of them, so it's tough to root. <laughs> but uh, the ABC producers, I think it was yeah. ABC, did the game. Yeah. On the bunks, you know, the yeah. bunks, the commercials going out, the commercials come back. They're playing Carolina in my mind, a great song by James right. Taylor. That's the anthem of the University of North Carolina. Yeah. We played at graduations, we played at all these events. James Taylor grew up in Chapel Hill. His father was a professor at the University of North Carolina. Wow. And they're playing his song at a Duke football game. They should the have been internet, playing Duke of Earl. Well, <laughs> right? There you go. Yeah. That's perfect. Okay. Or, 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 or another Duke song, Beautiful Loser by Bob Seeger. <laughs> or even, you know, Poor, Poor, Pitiful Me, Warren Zevon. So yeah, that's the Duke. Curry's the biggest poor, Duke hater there is. I mean, <laughs> come on. And then, and then, but, yeah. but then they got the biggest game in the history of Duke football. Yeah. Mike Elko, the latest genius of Duke, Duke coaches, right. coaching staff, he's got Notre Dame in a fourth and 16 to win the biggest game right. in Duke history. Right. Fourth and 16, Notre Dame had about a minute left. And, and he drops eight and rushes three on Sam Hartman. Yes. My boy, Sam Hartman, yeah. former Wake Forest guy. Both my daughters went to Wake Forest, so that's my second team. Sam Hartman runs it down for a first down. By, right. the, by the way, greatest hair in sports, Sam Hartman. Could be. He takes off his helmet. He looks like a young Clint Eastwood. He's, he's Could unbelievable be. looking. But he runs it down. They get a first down. They give it to the halfback. He runs in touchdown. Notre Dame 21, Duke 13. Game over. And beside that, the Duke quarterback yeah. you know, hurts his ankle in the last play. Sec I mean, it's second greatest hair in sports is Patrick Cantlay. We'll get to that in, in just in just okay. a little bit. Who's number one? Well, I want to I want to go back a little bit to oh. Riley Leonard, the Duke quarterback. Oh, okay, all right. You're, I'm not I mean, done. Duke's You're not done. Might be over. Yeah. He hurts his ankle. Yeah. Of course, his famously his mother uh, sends him wristbands that say "You suck" on his wristband to, to keep his ego down. Did you see no, the pregame? And then she. Came in the pregame. She gave all the bracelets okay. to the ESPN pregame guys. Say you suck. I got here's who sucks. Mike Elko and Duke suck. Okay. Well, three man, three, three man rush. Clemson did the same thing, yeah. and Dabo got all of his defense coordinator going with three man rush. Yeah. Why? Why do yeah, you, you do that? You can't rush three men against Sam Hartman. No, no quarterback. You have to put game. pressure on the quarterback, make him give up the ball quickly. Who's number one? Who's rankings. number one? Well, here, after four weeks, now we can base rankings on performance yeah. rather than on preseason. I think so. Uh, you know, Georgia's going to be number one again, I think. Sure, even sure, sure. Escaped Auburn. I think Texas has a argument for being number one. Absolutely, they do. Beat Alabama and Alabama. Yep. Beat Kansas last week. Yep. They beat the two ranked teams by yep. double digits. Yep. Who's your number one? Who's my sleeper? Not Never. sleeper, number one. Well, sleeper, sleeper for being number one. Yeah. University of Washington. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're good. good. Really they're good. really good. Great but quarterback. They, they haven't played much anymore. Well, well they played Tulsa. Come on. That's come on. Right, Tulsa. Yeah. <laughs> come on. That's we gave them a one game one. in Seattle. Uh, I'll say Texas. The beauty of that of the Texas pick as number one is we're going to find out this week. This week. Oklahoma, because Oklahoma, Texas. Be you ever been to a, did you ever get to go to an OU-Texas game? River rivalry. Yeah. I've been to that game. I I've have too. And yeah, I've been absolutely. to an Auburn Georgia game, by the way. Yeah. This was last week. Which one's bigger deal? Well, the Texas Oklahoma game is played what in the uh, 
Dallas. In Dallas. State yeah, Fair. The, at, the, the, the Cotton State Bowl. Fair. The old Cotton, the Cotton State Bowl. State Fair, and they got all the food. Right, right, right. Wonderful. It's yeah. a wonderful It's event. pretty good. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah, great. All right, all right, all right. I don't know if that will determine who's number one. Though. No. Who's Who's got the Heisman right now, though? Or who should have the Heisman Drake right now? Drake May, University no, of North Carolina. No. Come on. No way. Well, no. <laughs> no. No you, way. <laughs> well, no, in how, fact, in fact, how about the, the tight end from fact, Georgia? In fact, during the Duke Notre Dame game, Brock Bowers. Game, they played Drake May talking to the audience. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Drake May is enveloping That's college football. That's good. Okay. At which none of which will matter as soon as college basketball tips off, right? In North Carolina, in Chapel Hill. That's right. That's right. right. It'll all be over. We all right. Come back. All right. We're going to talk a little baseball really quickly, and then we're going to get into the good stuff. The Ryder Cup and the NFL is, is, <laughs> is what we're here for this week. Uh, Yankees are out. Red Sox are out. Mets are out. Both Chicago teams are out. The Cubs collapsing in the last week My of the season. Cardinals are Cardinals out. out. Long time ago. Actually. All of our teams are out. So who should we root for? Do we even? No one. Do we even? Who cares? No one cares. <laughs> or do we no. do that? Yeah. No one cares. The uh, wild card round starts this week. Yeah, yeah. today uh, you don't care yet. I'm hard pressed to say who's even in the wild card round. I know the Phillies. The Phillies, who got the World Series last year out of the wild card, right? They're kind of a sleeper team. They got to beat who? The Marlins. Yeah. To get to the Braves, and then the Braves, Phillies, and the Braves. Braves, Phillies, okay. But nobody cares this week. Okay. Nobody cares. All right. Do you all care? Right. No, not at all. A couple of guys right, riding the bus who finished their seasons. Adam Wainwright, great finish, gets his 200th win. Terry Francona, Miguel Cabrera finishes his great career. Quick trivia for you. He's one of only three players in Major League history. 500 homers, 3,000 hits, and a 300 lifetime batting average. Ooh. Who are the other two? Ronald Acuna Jr. No. <laughs> Who are the other two? That's a, uh, How about Hank Aaron and Willie Mays? That's pretty darn Pretty good. simple and, and pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. He's one of three. He's in good company. Did you see what they did for his last game? His children announced him coming up to bat. To bat. And then, they brought him, bat. and then they brought him off the game. He made it out in the eighth inning. He's playing first base. He actually caught the ball. He actually tagged the first before the – Made the play. And then the manager, then A.J. Hinch, came out with the kids. And the wife and children. And the wife and children. Yeah. Everybody came. Who was take, the team that gave him, you know, the teams gave him gifts? Somebody gave him a bottle of wine? Miggy well, Cabrera? Yeah. Gave him a bottle of wine? Well, I didn't think he was. I'm, 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 I'm good, good with that. Is that a bottle of wine? I thought he was okay. Italian, I guess. I thought he was Italian, like Give him something a little bit more. Hey, I got a guy under the bus, though, in baseball to finish up this segment. All right? Under the bus. Umpire. For in the final game uh, in Cincinnati, Shane Livensparger, I never heard of the guy, threw out Joey Votto in the first inning for arguing balls and strikes. Joey Votto's last game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad call. Well, we'll get there, yeah. Uh, but, but Joey Votto in his last game, probably, in a Cincinnati uniform, first inning, boom, they throw him out. Votto goes back in, looks at the video. Everybody looked at the video. The call was horrible. And Joey Votto ends up having to sit on the bench during his last game. <laughs> Umpires under the bus. Umpires under the bus. We'll throw Buck Showalter under the bus next week. Uh, we got a lot of managers. We'll have a whole bunch more probably to throw under the bus next week. When we continue, Ryder Cup is next. NFL wow. coming up after that. That's even better. Oh, Ryder Cup. You guys poo-pooed <laughs> the Ryder Cup. Yeah, it's boring. It's golf. It was the best thing Probably this so. side of the WWE that we're going to have for a while. We'll be back with more on Under the Bus.
Welcome back to Under the Bus. Bob Stevens, formerly of ESPN. Curry Kirkpatrick, formerly of Sports Illustrated. There, we got that better. Thank you. Rich Basirico, still I'm from the Hall of Fame. One way, one way or the other. Formerly in the Hall of Fame. Are All right. Still in the Hall of Fame? Let me, let me tip so. my cap. We should both tip our caps to Curry for picking correctly the winner of the Ryder Cup. Thank here you, in sir. I will take a victory You had the U.S.? I had a tie, yeah. which is... Gutless. It's a gutless pick, but you know I won't say that. Under the bus for me. Um, what do you think? Uh, the bus isn't big enough for all the people we got to yeah, throw into yeah. this one, right? Well, you know everybody complained about or thought that there were some bad picks that that uh, definitely Johnson made some bad picks. Mm -hmm. team. But if you're going to pick the guys, get the have the guys play. <laughs> we had nine of our twelve players did not play for a month before the right. before the, the Ryder Cup. And there's tournaments to play, and then they bitch and say, "Well, we got to change. We'll make a tournament." Well, there were tournaments to play; they didn't play them. I mean, how do you, Rich? If you had your guys going into a big event, you're, you're going to have them play competition, right? Before? All the time. Yeah. I mean, what's the deal? You, you, that's how you you play better is playing against good competition yeah, all yeah. the time, and you have to play. Yeah, you, yeah. you you know this thing about not practice, not but you got to play. I don't care. You have to play, and that's the reason why I think when they came out of the gate the first Flat. round. Total really flat. flat, and they did not do well at all. Yeah, and yeah. Their, their picks were rusty more than rested. Rested yes. and rusted. I mean, obviously, they're good, they're good golfers. I mean, yeah, you yeah. don't become bad overnight. They just haven't been playing. Well, Bob, the controversial choice was Justin Thomas. And Terrible. Supposedly, pick. they pick him. You know, he hadn't been playing well, but they pick him to play with speed. Okay? Mm -hmm. Right. As a team. Because they're a great team. team. In the Cup. Right. But then they don't play him in the first matches well, out. Now, you're going to say they don't because it's what? It, it's four alternate ball, shot in, in, in the first, yeah, the four ball. But, Bob, whatever I don't call. care if it's eight but, ball. But you got to play your guys. But, when the two of them, but the two of them are really wild off. The, you know, they play Bob, really well together. Bob, they're better play, off playing in a best ball. you, you got to know where your guys play better. Right. On the road in the Ryder Cup yeah. in Europe, which we haven't won in 30 years. Right. you got to put your stars out first. I don't care if it's eight ball. I'm telling you. And also, they didn't play... They didn't play Brooks Kepka. Right. And so that makes him angry right away because he wants to play. So, are we, so are we running this thing for Brooks Kepka? Well, no, but. When he did get to play, he lost. Right. Yeah, well, that's right. In fact, when he got to play the second day with Scotty Scheffler, the number one player in the world, he not only lost, he lost nine and seven. Nine and seven. The only other time I've ever heard a number like that was Tiger Woods one time in a match play situation. Uh, came off the after beating Stephen Ames, came off the off, and they asked him for his comment. He said nine and eight. I know that's well, all he said. Nine and eight. eight. Walked away. But I say, I say, if you anger your guys, you already got a problem in the clubhouse. This thing was over after the first day. We get swept sure. four and zero in the morning, right. and in the afternoon we're up in three matches and yeah. we choke, and right. they come back and it's six right. and a half to one half, five point right. lead after the first day. It's over. They never got closer. The Americans never got closer. All right. Now that's on the course, and that's between the ropes. Let's let's talk about the rest of it. Hatgate. <laughs> let's talk about Hatgate. Patrick Antlay decides not to wear a hat. He says because it doesn't fit. Right. And he didn't apparently. I and I don't remember. Okay. They can't find a cap that fit him. Apparently, two years ago, he did not wear a hat. I'm going to call bull on that. And I, there are hats that don't fit. No, come on. They can find a hat for him to wear. For, and for, you know, the rumor is, or yes. I'm not sure it's a rumor, is that Cantley wants money to sure. play for the writer. Right. And, Which is ridiculous. Well, it's ridiculous. Well, but he, he was very vague after the matches in trying to deny this thing. He didn't really deny it. And so they said he's not wearing a hat to protest that they don't get any money. Right. How many 
Patrick Cantley, I looked it up, is worth $9 million. Yeah. Right. I mean, he wants, how much is, and they get And the money guys are paid, it, yeah. And they get money. Yeah. You know, 200000 they each get for a charity of their choice. Which is and not And they bad. also get money, sure, the PGA sorry, of yeah. America puts the money that they get from America into pension funds. Right. So it goes in their pension. So they get money. The European team gets paid nothing. There's not in their pension. There's no ch charity money that they want to give away. They get nothing. The reason for and that, uh, yeah, and, and you're right. The reason for that in the European case is because that's the money that European golf has to support all of the other things. They, they really okay. need the money. They, the, the, but you, but the you're organization does. Can't the organization can't as gonna, much here. Would have played better if he got paid? Is that what he's saying? He would have played better if he got paid, which is such full, as you yeah. say. I, I think, I mean, I, I agree, I think. I think we can probably all agree that for the next Ryder Cup, we ought to find out which 12 guys want to play. play. Right. Well, I think they and, all want to well, play. But, but want to play and but not get paid. They all want to play, but they think they can play and win without without yeah. competitive well, golf for yeah. four weeks. Come on. They can't, and, and, they, they, and they should also. Cantley in his hat. Yeah. I mean, Cantley goes without a hat. Okay, he's played, said he played in Western yeah. Straits without a hat. Uh, then there's a rumor that there's a health thing going around. Ricky Fowler supposedly was benched because of health reasons. So the best line of the whole thing was they asked, and I love Max Homan now because he's so funny. They asked the players, you know, is there a health problem here? And and Max Homan said, yeah, we're sick of Patrick Cantley not wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there you that go. That was the best line of the whole thing. But, no, but, but the best event, as yeah. you say, of the whole thing, yeah. was at the end when Cantley goes crazy on, the, on, on Saturday, yeah. makes the three birdies, and then your boy Joe LaCava comes to the fore. What does he do? Tell me well, what he does. Well, your he, he gets he gets in the way of Rory. Rory has a putt to tie it. Exactly. And LaCava gets in the way. I th I'm guessing unintentionally. Well, he's, but he, but, he but, but he's hat. messing. But he's he's messing with Shane Lowry well, and the entire European on. team. He's got his hat. And they he all needed to get out of the way. The crowd. Because Cantley made this 43 first putt. By the way, they say Cantley's a great pressure player. Did you see the shot before Cantley made the 43 foot putt? Put? That was, that was, he chipped the 43 feet. <laughs> Come on. He chipped the ball at 43 feet. It was a terrible But then he shot. made the putt. Then he made the Great putt. up and down. And then go, people go crazy. But Joe LaCava yeah. is not only waving his hat, he's getting in Rory's line. And right. Rory asked him politely to move. Right. And Joe LaCava did not move. He kept aggressively going. And then he's chirping at, at, the, at the Ryder Cup players that are right in Rory's line. The guy, it was such, it was such All a right. punk move. Give me one it person, one person from the Ryder Cup under the bus. Justin Thomas. All right. Played off. Should have been on the, shouldn't even been there. Right. Team chemistry right. is the other one. I'll, I'll do what everybody else is doing and probably and throw Zach under the bus because his picks were 4, 12, and 4. That was their record at the Ryder Cup. His captain's picks. The captain's picks the last time we were in Europe right. in Paris when we got drubbed, were two and ten, and two of those captains' picks were named Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. Wow, wow. Well, we've been so our captains don't do very well when we go well, on the road. Like I told you we're last not week, very eight, good eight, on the road. Ate too much Italian food. The, the big match problem. will be well, but, the, but the best event two years. was after the yeah. McElroy Lacava. Now they're in the parking lot. It's not a parking lot section where they pick up their cars. Yes, they've got million dollar golfers. Waiting for their million dollar car. Yes. And McElroy goes after, you know, Bones McKay, the caddy. Million dollar caddy. And yep. McElroy's screaming at him. And then Shane Lowry had to push 
microwave back in the I mean, it was great. It was golf's answer to uh, the malice in the palace. <laughs> I called it. I called it the me- melee by the Mercedes. <laughs> I mean, it was the Mercedes. You know, if these guys started fighting, what that I would have loved to see great. is Brooks Kepka and John Rahm go at it in the parking lot in a heavyweight heavyweight battle. Because you know, Kepka called Rahm a child earlier yeah. in the match, and then he's playing with Scheffler, and he gets beat nine and seven, yeah. and Scheffler's crying like a baby. <laughs> And and Kepka's called Rama Child. Get into it. I want that fight. You want that oh, fight. I want that fight. You're gonna get that fight. Beth Page Black. Beth Page Black. Set a ring in two years. And I will bet money yeah, yeah. our captain at Beth Page Black. Yeah. That money right now okay. is Tiger Woods. That's gonna be our captain. It'll be, he'll, he'll get the first chance he'll be the to captain. do it. He'll be the captain. And what'll happen and and so then we'll be ready for the fight? Tiger will lead them into battle. Rory's already said the Europeans are going to win. win yeah. Black, and I'm going to back Rory. I'm going to pick him right now. You Can are? You go pick your Americans again? Yeah, I'm going to pick Good. my Americans. You're out. All right, sure. pick a tie again? Yeah, I'll, I'll pick, pick an American. In I'm this case, the tie, they win. Over him at Beth Black, and Victor Hovland is going to be the hero. How about Hovland and Oberg, the two Scandinavians, and, <laughs> and Hogarth, the three Scandinavians? They were Hovland, fabulous. My favorite Hovland was he's the only single guy. Do you see the, have you seen yeah, the pictures? The great picture yeah. with him posing with all the wives and girlfriends, who, by the way, they call wags. That's yes. a great name for wives and the girlfriends. wives and girlfriends, yeah. the wags. Right. Hovland posing with all the wags, who are babes, by the way. All right. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. We will talk about the wag of all of sports. When we come back, we're going to get right into the NFL when we continue Under the Bus. Welcome back to Under the Bus. Bob Stevens along with Curry Kirkpatrick and Rich Basirico. We're going to, we saved the best for last, the NFL. Always. Uh, and, and, and we'll get into the WAG uh, here in just a moment. I got to throw somebody under the bus right, right off the away. bat. Bears ownership. Got to tell a story here. New Year's Eve of 2012. Okay. The Bears fire Lovey Smith, the guy who had get, gotten their last playoff win in 2010. They fire him. The Chiefs fire on the same day, Romeo Crennel. The Eagles on that very same day, it must have been the, the Monday after oh, the last game. Right. The Eagles fire uh, some guy named Andy Reid. Four days later, the Chiefs say, ah, that Andy Reid guy, we All want right. him. They don't even hire the GM. They'd fired the GM too. They hire Reid first and then go get a GM. The Bears wait. They do it the old-fashioned way. Hire the GM first, who then hires Mark Tressman 12 <laughs> days later. Well, since Mark Tressman, they've been through John Fox 16, and Matt Nagy, and now they're in the second year of Matt Eberflus. Uh, and, of course, since not hiring Reed, the Bears also traded up to get Mitch Trubisky when they could have had Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and they could have had, or Deshaun Watson. Could have had either one of them. Eberflus. Is my candidate for first coach fired. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eber Fluke is what they should That's call. easy. So now the Bears have Justin Fields, and they think they're going to maybe lose their way into Caleb Williams if Fields, who had a good week for, if, if he doesn't pan out. Caleb Williams is talking about going back to school right. if he has to do that. <laughs> the Bears actually are working their way into losing their way into not just the first pick, but the second pick. They could have the two top draft picks. So everybody's going to want that job. And yet, 
Oh, what a mess. Could we talk about the important thing in the end? Right. Yes, let's talk about that. Well, we're in the Taylor, you talk about the wag of all time, yeah. Taylor Swift. Yeah. We're in the Taylor Swift era. We are. So the NFL has become, I got initials, has become the navigating folklore. NFL, Navigating Folklore. Folklore <laughs> being the title of Taylor Swift's ah, eighth album. Ah. And the number one song from that album was a song called Cardigan. And Taylor Swift wore Cardigan to the Jets game of course she did. The, the other night. And all heck broke loose. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was wonderful. I mean, they shot. NBC got criticized for their coverage of Taylor Swift rather than covering the game. I mean, a game turned Ooh. out. It turned out to be a game after yeah. they did they shot to Taylor Swift 17 times. Is that all? 27 million watched the game. The sure they did. Sunday audience is the Super Bowl. They said it, they said uh, the audience of teen girls was up 55 percent. Who do the Chiefs <laughs> play next? They go overseas and play Jacksonville next? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Who, who do they play next? They, well, here's a great story. Who do they play next? They play Minnesota next. Okay. And one of my favorite stories about this: yes. the Minnesota guy in the locker room, a defensive back named I can't remember his name. But he came out and he said, this is so cool. They said, you know, you're playing the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift might be at the game. He said, oh, this is great. This is so cool. I've been a fan of her since I was a kid. This guy is 25 years old. Taylor Swift. <laughs> and he is, is correctly saying Taylor that. Taylor Swift is 33. 33. That's yeah. eight years difference. Yeah. That means when this guy was 10, Taylor was 18. But she was making money. That, she was starting how, to write the legend that's then. That's how long she's been an icon. Yeah. 18, since 18 years old. I want to give you another list. There's there's a certain number of people that aren't weren't watching that game. I'm gonna give you the list. I'm gonna give you another list. Joe Jonas, Lucas Till, Taylor Lautner, John Mayer, the great guitarist yeah. singer. Were they going to the Colorado Jake game? Jake Hall, <laughs> Connor Kennedy, a Kennedy kid. Uh -huh. Harry Styles, Calvin Harris, Tom Hiddleston, Joe Alwyn, Maddie Healy. Those are the eleven former Taylor Swift boyfriends. They're not watching this. <laughs> So, so that's Kelsey, hurting. Kelsey's it, number 12 it, on the boyfriend list. Okay. You think, yeah. You like that list? No. Will he be the last? You don't even care. I You're don't, another hater. I don't, no, I like Taylor Swift. No, he I loves mean, the Giants and the Jets, yeah. who are somehow, are they better or worse than the Yankees and the Mets? Giants are the worst team in the NFL oh, after last on. night. They're terrible. I want to okay. go one, one more. One more Taylor. Taylor. Taylor Swift. Sure. One of my favorite Jeez. things. You know, Mike Tirico kept doing song titles. Then he went to Cornelia Street, and they actually shot, which is a street in Greenwich Village. Yeah, they had the street sign. they shot a street sign yeah. at Cornelia Street. Cornelia Street was the name of another Taylor Swift song. She wrote a song about the, house, the townhouse that she owned there. I think she sold it for $15 million. But I don't want to drop names, but I used to live two blocks from Cornelia Street in Greenwich Village. So that's just another that attachment your, to Taylor Swift. Was your, was your I sold worth mine that for much? about $250. <laughs> 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 But I love when they show Cornelia Street. Reminded me of my old days in New York. There you go. So, All right. Okay. When anyway, you were talking about your Giants, well, what a disaster. Awful. Awful. <laughs> Offensive line, they give up 11 sacks. Wait a minute. 11 Didn't sacks. they make the playoffs last year? Yes. Didn't they have and the they won the, the first round. Year? Yeah, didn't your they? Boy, your boy, Dookie, Danny Dimes. You see, he had Janet no time. Shannon Sharp had a great one. He what called him it? Danny Crimes because <laughs> he's stealing money. <laughs> Danny Crimes, stealing money. You got to you got to surround him with offensive line. The offensive line was horrendous. They were terrible. The Giants were, were off. They looked like the worst team in football. They had more time to prepare for that game because they played last Thursday. Yeah, they had ten and days. They yeah. came out flat again. They've scored zero points, three points, twelve points, and then they did have thirty-one points against Arizona. They have now been the national game 
like three straight weeks or, yeah, or all four weeks. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's what's, what's it's about time. What's record on, on national TV? I don't know if he's won. One in 12. Okay. Something one in 12. like that, one in 12. Hmm. Well, he's taking Take the he's ta- I know, but he's taking the heat, TV. but you've got to get the offensive <laughs> line. They're, they're terrible. <laughs> huh. well, Can we get back to some coaching idiocies in the NFL? Yeah, sure. I want to talk about some. How about some. your boy, Bill Belichick? He gets beat 38-3, worst defeat he's ever had, right? Right, right. Even worse than Cleveland. Uh, are huh? we, uh, I mean, since, I know everybody wants, since Tom Brady left, yeah. okay, Belichick is 18 and 20. It's under 500. Is he not under overall, 500 overall, overall without Brady? Yeah, I, okay, overall, you got the number. 61 yep. and 75. Wow. I mean, he's just a mediocre coach without Tom Brady. Why doesn't anybody admit that? He's all defense. He's never known. He's never had a feel for picking, you know, he's, He's picked the groceries, as Bill Parcells would say. Right. He's a gentleman. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's running the show. Uh, he's running the show. He picks all these defensive players. He, he's never had a field for offense. You know who his highest offensive player he's ever picked in the draft? Uh, it's he, Mac Jones, his quarterback. Okay, okay. It's the highest who he benched. he's ever picked. He benched yeah, yeah. I mean, he picked, you know, Tom Brady was sixth round famously. Right. Gronk was the 40, in that, was the 42nd guy through. In that same draft that Tom Brady went to New England, Belichick was still in Cleveland. He picked, in the first round, he wanted to pick Kyle Brady. Remember him, the tight end from Penn State? Yeah. And and somebody ahead of him got Kyle Brady. He ended up picking, uh, in that draft, he got a quarterback, and I couldn't remember. Oh, he took Elvis Gerbach. Well, marginal, but in that same draft. But that's the problem. He has no feel for offense. He hasn't had it before Brady, even with Brady. You know, he's, he didn't surround him with any great players offensively. Brady just got it done. I can, uh, How good know, a quarterback the, then was the kid at Michigan that uh, Brady spent time, split time with, that went to the NFL for a little while, had a cup of coffee with the Cowboys? Oh, he's a baseball player. Yeah, it was a baseball yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Henson, Drew Henson. Drew Henson. Right. Nobody split time. Yankees. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, you get Yankees in here. Isn't it, time, isn't it time we talk about, is it the end for Bill Belichick? I think so. Here's the deal. I don't think... Uh, Mr. Kraft, as they call him Mr. His name is Bob Kraft. Right. I don't know why everybody calls him Mr. But um, he's got a decision to make. I mean, Absolutely. If he keeps losing. Absolutely. But, 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 you know, Belichick wants to break the record, Don Shula's record. Right. He's, Shula's record is 347. Belichick is 329. Okay. He's 18 away. But he's also, Belichick is That's also, five more years but he's at also, this rate. He's also 13 away <laughs> yeah. from the most losses in history. Tom Landry's got that record. Wow. I think it's a good bet. Does he get to the most losses first or the most wins first? It's losses. But yeah. my point is, will Kraft get rid of him? Does no, Bob I don't Kraft think he will. I do not think he will. I don't think, I don't he, think will, he will, but I think Belichick will see. Stay, and he'll I step think away. he'll step away he'll before step, yeah. Kraft gets rid of him. Look, well, you're, you're it's, a, it's a real problem. That, you know, a man could start going to Orchids of Asia for this. It's so, it's so awful. But, oh, oh wait. That's what Mr. Crab did in good times, went to the Orchids of Asia spa. So what's he going to do in bad swamp. times? No. I mean, what were you going to say? I'm Which one no. you're throwing under the bus? What I was going to say oh. is, oh. guys, I mean, Belichick is you're as good as the people around your players around you. Yeah. He had Brady all those years, and he was considered the greatest coach right. ever. Right. If you have great players around you, you're a great coach. You, it, if, if they don't have great players around right now, he's is, not a great is, coach. Is there, he's not a great coach. Is he's there a, great a greater so example of that? 
than the man right across the table from us. That's true. They're a great the coach if you have great players. Great players around you. You never. You'd have been a dog without. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. No, I had no, good no, players. No. I'd, I'd be the first one to admit that. Really good players. Absolutely. All right. And, you got anything else to clear, clear out? Uh, Belichick is seventy-two years old. Yes. Don Shula, who has a record, he stopped at sixty-six. Did so he? Belichick has had six more years to get to Shula. Yeah, not close. He's nineteen away. Okay. How old's um, Andy Reid? Andy Reid is 104. And Robert Kraft, Andy Reid just passed Tom Landry. Robert Kraft is getting this weekend. You know, he's up in his 80s. Yeah. He's 82, 83, yeah. whatever. I think he's getting tired of this. And New England is getting tired of Bill Belichick, I think. Well, Cleveland fired him. You're a Cleveland guy. Well, the, the, the Cleveland hate. The, the, Bill Belichick did more to move the Browns out of Cleveland than Art <laughs> Modell did. And Modell was on the plane. But, uh, but that's another story. Have, another have we got talk, time to talk about your. Coaching idiocy. Yes. In, in, in oh, yeah, yeah. Go back to college. We're not no, going to NFL. Go NFL. To NFL. Well, right, this, real quick. It's all get, football. Get so it's it so fourth and one, and fourth yeah. and one, yeah. or third and one, whatever, one yard to go. People put guys with shotguns, put them behind the center and get the first down. I looked it up, okay? 82% of the time when you put the quarter behind the center, you get the first down, eighty-two percent, either a fourth and one or or fourth on, on the goal line. Right, you get the touchdown. Well, okay. And, and Philadelphia has perfected this with Jalen. Well, they're, they're great out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what have the analytics? The Where's the no, analytics in all this? Why don't they all do it? So they do analytics. Eighty-two yeah. percent, which yeah. are not. So the Steelers are down six. I know they lost big, but they were down sixteen to six, driving yeah. four touchdowns. Fourth and no was sixteen they to six at the time. They lost four touchdowns. It was sixteen to six at that time. I didn't finish. Sixteen to six at that time. Driving, fourth and one, he puts him in the shotgun, throws a pass, incomplete, and then it went down. It went downhill from there. I'm down sleeping here. I'm going to sleep. Now. Put this quarterback under the center and get the first down. All right. How about the Washington Commanders? Is that what they call them now? Yes. They have the Eagles. My boy, yeah. who's the quarterback for Washington Commanders? My boy from UNC. Yeah. Howell. Carolina. Howell. Sam Howell. Thurston Howell, yes. He plays terrific, gets yeah. him down yeah. on the goal line, scores yeah. with time. Time's out, the score. Ron Rivera's got a choice. Go for two to win the game or go for one and go to overtime against a much better team yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah. What is Ron Rivera doing? He doesn't give my boy Sam Howell a chance to win the game. What is Ron Rivera? Riverboat Ron, right? Yeah. Riverboat Ron. He Rick used Gambler. to be, yeah. Now they call him Tugboat Ron. <laughs> Somebody call him Tugboat Ron. You know, I'm go sick for of these guys. It. You, you got to go, go for it. For it. That's right? absolutely. You got to go for it. Definitely go for That's it. That's a great way to finish things up. Ron Rivera under the bus. We'll be back next time. We'll throw a whole lot of other people under the bus. For Rich Basirico and Curry Kirkpatrick, I'm Bob Stevens. Thanks for joining us.